0: This is the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman, and I am a certified plant based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com. You can go there to check things out, get your cool Esselstein t shirts, go shop Amazon, which helps me out. There's some blogs, a bunch of information, and then you can get a hold of me. Um, and you can uh, utilize my services one on one, which I encourage everyone to do. Uh, the initial consultation is 15 minutes it's by phone and it's free so fill out the contact page get a hold of me sign up let's do it um, or you can get a hold of me ryan at mainly dot com or you can direct message me through social media you can find me on most social media under uh, at mainly plants okay so this week um, you know first i want to touch base on something there's a lot of going back and forth that I've been hearing lately between people um, you know trying to discredit a lot of facts about the plant-based diet, whether it be that we get enough protein or how much protein we need or whatever it is. Here's the thing. Um, the facts are there. so go do your research if you haven't already done so or if you haven't listened to the podcast or you know if you want to double check some things these are facts. These are not opinion-based things. The things that I talk about are fact. These are backed up and proven by peer-reviewed independent studies not backed by or paid for by any sort of special, special interest. So when people try to debate me, I don't like to do it. I don't like to debate people on things that are facts because you're wrong and you aren't in a place where you are willing to understand and to learn if you're gonna sit there and argue with me. Now if you want to have a conversation and discuss things and try and understand different points of view and understand what the facts are, that's a whole different story. But I'm not gonna sit and argue with somebody about what facts are, okay? And I'm not gonna sit there and argue with somebody that I get enough protein. I'm tired of the protein thing. I'm sure that most of the listeners who are plant-based are tired of it also. We're not protein deficient. Um, Most of the world, most of the United States is fiber deficient. It's because they're eating, not eating enough plants. Um, So, you know, the the focus on protein is getting old. And there needs to be a shift in what we talk about. So I just had to get that off my chest because I, 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 you know, all day every day i get people you know emailing me and messaging me about how how can you not eat plant or how can you not eat uh, animal products you know eggs have so much protein it's a perfect protein and and, you know steak is so good listen it's your body ultimately Um, you know ethics aside again but strictly from a nutritional standpoint if you want to fill your body with garbage and bullshit that's your choice but when you're ready to learn about optimum health, that's what I'm here for. Anyway, so moving on. This week, I want to talk about arthritis. Okay, Now, rheumatoid arthritis is a chronic systematic autoimmune disease affecting millions of people. And it's characterized by persistent pain and stiffness, along with progressive joint destruction, uh, particularly in the hands and feet, um, leading to crippling deformities. And you can also get it. Uh, in your jaw, you can get it in your shoulders, you can get it in your knees, um, you can get it in your collarbone. Anywhere that there is a joint, you can get arthritis. But What can can we do to prevent it and treat it? Now, there was a famous 13-month long randomized controlled trial of plant-based diets for rheumatoid arthritis, and in that, patients were put on a vegan diet for three and a half months and then switched to an egg-free lacto-vegetarian diet for the remainder of the study. Now, compared to the control group, who didn't change their diet at all, the plant-based group had a significant improvement in morning stiffness within the first month, cutting the number of hours they suffered from joint stiffness in half. Now, pain dropped from five out of 10 down to less than three out of 10. Um, The plant-based group subjects also reported subjectivity Um, feeling better and experiencing significant improvement in their grip strength, along with fewer tender uh, joints, less tenderness per joint, and less swelling, with the added benefit of losing about 13 pounds and keeping most of that weight off throughout the year. So that weight loss is an added benefit. uh, Side note, it's it's gonna be next to impossible to switch to a whole food plant-based diet and not lose body fat, okay? Um, now, these people also had a drop in inflammatory markers in their blood. Now, the question is why? What does diet have to do with inflammatory joint disease? Well, One way plant-based di- diets help rheumatoid arthritis is by decreasing exposure to inflammatory compound foods in animal products. Now, arthritis may also be triggered by what's called Yersinia bacteria, which reportedly sickens nearly 100,000 Americans yearly. Now, in every outbreak for which a source has been found, the culprit was contaminated pork. In most cases, your food poisoning leads to little more than acute gastroenteritis, but the symptoms can become severe and mere appendicitis, resulting in unnecessary emergency surgeries. Now, long-term consequences of this type of infection include chronic inflammation of the eyes, kidneys, hearts, and joints. So we're getting back to that arthritis. Now, studies have found that within a year of contracting Yersinia food poisoning, victims appear 47 times more likely to come down with autoimmune arthritis. And the bacteria may also play a role in triggering an autoimmune thyroid condition known as Graves disease. This is after just eating pork once you could possibly get this. So yeah, the other white meat is not all it's cracked up to be. Now, our weight may also play a factor. Over recent decades, the number of American children reported to be overweight has increased by more than 100%. Children who are obese at age six are thought more likely than not to stay that way, and 75 to 80% of obese adolescents may remain obese as adults. As such, childhood obesity can be a powerful predictor of adult disease and death. Now, for example, being an overweight teen was found to predict disease risk even 55 years later. Now, such individuals may end up with twice the risk of dying from heart disease and a higher incidence of other diseases, including colorectal cancer, gout, and arthritis. So I've talked about this before. It's super important that we teach our children good dietary habits. I talked about uh, over the summer how I drove past a high school when they were getting out, and I was astounded as how I would say eight out of 10 children were very overweight. Um, And you're setting your kids up for failure this way. You're setting your children up for disease and a very, very difficult life. Now, not only may plant-based diets improve or or even eliminate arthritis symptoms, but specific plant foods may provide some relief. Now, for example, acai berries, or acai, if you wanna get on my ass about (laughs) pronouncing, They've shown modest benefit for osteoarthritis sufferers. Uh, tart cherries appear to be so anti-inflammatory that they can be used to treat a painful type of arthritis called gout. Uh, my father drinks cherry juice because it, uh, it helps with, with arthritis symptoms. And it really does. Uh, delicious dietary uh, treatments are much more welcome As some gout drugs can cost $2,000 a dose and carry no clear-cut distinction between toxic, non-toxic, and lethal doses. Or can cause a rare life-threatening side effect in which your skin detaches from your body. So, let me just reiterate. You're eating this bullshit food, these animal products, and along with a myriad of other diseases and disorders, you can get gout. Okay? Which is a type of arthritis. And you pay two thousand dollars for this toxic or non-toxic medication you don't really know what it is and it can cause your your skin to fall off it's pretty fucking disgusting so maybe switch your diet up and eat delicious food save your two thousand dollars and keep your skin on your body where it's supposed to be now curcumin the pigment in turmeric that gives it a bright yellow color has been shown to effectively treat rheumatoid arthritis better than the leading drug of choice. Turmeric's amazing. Tu- turmeric, curcumin, turmeric is is. I mean, there's so many uses for it, but it is anti-inflammatory, and I've talked about uh, golden paste before. If you don't know what it is, look up golden paste and make it and consume it twice daily. But you should be cooking with curcumin, turmeric. You should be consuming turmeric somehow daily. Um, they're even starting to make sports drinks out of turmeric because it, it does help uh, your recuperation after strenuous activity, and it does uh, it is anti-inflammatory. Now, consuming turmeric with soy may offer a double benefit for osteoarthritis sufferers. Now. Scrambled tofu is the classic turmeric soy combination um, because it gives kind of that pig that yellow pigment so it kind of looks like a, a, a scrambled egg scramble um, and it really tastes good in a in a tofu scramble. It, by itself, turmeric is not my favorite thing. It doesn't taste good okay but when you add you know a tablespoon to your stir- fry or to your tofu scramble, or whatever it is, you can't really taste it that much, and it's so faint that it doesn't taste bad. kind of tastes good when it's just a little dose, but it's so good for you for a, for a whole host of things, not just arthritis, not just anti-inflammatory, but you should really be consuming turmeric. Um, you can make a pumpkin pie smoothie smoothie out of pumpkin puree, a handful of frozen cranberries, some pitted dates, pumpkin pie spice, and uh, a quarter-inch slice of fresh turmeric or you can do a quarter teaspoon of the turmeric powder if you don't have your can't get your hands on the turmeric root. They sell at most most major grocery stores. Um, Then add some unsweetened uh, plant milk to whatever consistency that you like and being that it's fall and everybody loves their pumpkin spice stuff this is a perfect recipe. Let me repeat it a little bit slower so you can get it again. This is for a Pumpkin pie smoothie that's actually healthy for you. Uh, where was I? Okay, do a can of pumpkin puree, a handful of frozen cranberries, and pitted dates, and then you want to add a little pumpkin pie spice to taste, um, or you can just do kind of like cinnamon and nutmeg if you don't have pumpkin pie spice. Just do it to taste, and then a quarter inch of turmeric, a root, or a quarter teaspoon of the powder. I recommend doing the powder if you don't have. A high-speed blender like a Vitamix or a Blendtec, and then you want to add a little bit of plant milk, whether it's soy milk or flax milk or you know almond milk, unsweetened, to whatever consist- consistency that you like. Um, diet really plays a role in everything, and I, I can't, you know, I've said it a million times. For every disorder and disease. I've seen, and I've been doing this professionally about three years, and in total about six years. Actually, my, my veganversary, when I went vegan, was I believe the 22nd of October. So I'm just over six years now. Uh, but in the, the past six years, in all the research that I've done, all the you know continuing education that I've done, all the reading that I've done, everything, that I, every disease and disorder that I've seen can either be helped, prevented, treated, and or cured, reversed, uh, by adopting a whole food plant-based diet. And likewise, there are links to all those diseases occurring through diet, meaning Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, ALS, cancer, diabetes, depression. Um, Not to say that 100% of it is caused by food. There's no way to tell, okay? If you get ALS, I I don't know if it was caused by food, but food can play a role in in promoting or preventing disease, all diseases. So, you know, I, I, I say it over and over again, You really have to get away from food being this reward system. You're not a dog. You don't get, as my dog gets up from his nap, um, you don't reward yourself with food. It's not the way to do things, okay? Food is there to ideally um, create positive health within you and keep you healthy and, and help prevent disease and give you energy throughout the day. And yeah, we want our food to taste good, but we've gotten so far off the off the beaten path that we're out in the weeds where, you know, we just look for other ways to stuff cheese into pizza somewhere or how can we add bacon to whatever, you know, bacon-wrapped chocolate or whatever, you know, like we're it's it's ridiculous. And we need to reset our brains. And it's not easy. It takes about 6 weeks to 3 months for you to break your bad habits and form good new ones so when i talk about resetting your brain rewiring your brain to enjoy plant-based food which will happen um it takes six weeks to three months and it's not so easy but you have to keep reminding yourself when you eat something and you look at it, you say okay this isn't my favorite right now but it's giving me a b and c which are so good for my body and i'm creating good health and preventing disease and turning my life around So, it's about what you're getting out of it. You know, to the point now where, you know, I used to love going to, I used to gorge myself on fast food. On my day off from work, when I used to work for a tech giant out here in Arizona, um, I would, my thing was, I would go rent a movie, because Blockbuster was still open. I would go rent a movie and hit two fast food places, typically uh, Wendy's and uh it was either wendy's jack-in-the-box or taco bell sometimes it's mcdonald's and i would load up from two of those places and just eat the entire night and i loved it tasted good felt fantastic at the time um until you know you get that hangover an hour and a half later from all the sugar that you're consuming but i loved it um now the thought of it sickens me when i see like when I see people eating a burger and there's like the grease dripping off of it, it's just disgusting. So your brain does get rewired. It does happen. It just takes a little bit of time and it takes a little bit of work. And are you the, the real question is, are you willing to put the work in? That's why when somebody, when I talk to somebody and they say, oh my God, you don't eat cheese? You don't eat bacon? I could never do that. I always respond with, you could, you just don't want to. And they look at me and they kind of go, well, yeah, I guess you're right. And that's the truth. You can do it. Anybody can do it. It's just how badly do you want to do it? And the thing is, once you learn the facts, once you have the knowledge, 90% of the people will do it. Because, you know, once you understand that you're killing yourself, um, it would take a sociopath to not want to correct that. So anyway. um, Oh, I also want to do apologize last week. There was no new podcast. I was just swamped. And by the time... Um, I was done with the, with my Mainly Plants work, um, and I looked at the clock, it was just late, and anyway, you have a new one this week. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, I'm happy to answer them. Ryan at mainlyplants.com, or you can DM me at, uh, at mainlyplants. I've been getting a lot of good questions through my Instagram social lately. So keep that up, keep asking questions. Um, and, uh, until next week, go eat a salad.